Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Art of Idiocy. The Art of Idiocy. The Art of Idiocy. The Art of Idiocy. That's right, coming to you directly from Scorpion Ranch, located in Tacoma, Texas, a lawless little town right outside of Austin. Here we are with the art of NESC. All right, all right, all right, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of the Art of Idiocy. It's been a while. I've uh, been living life here, unfortunately, at uh, Scorpion Ranch here in Jacopra, Texas. Uh, but I've also been living life in Sweden. Just got back from a trip there. So what up to all my Swedish peeps? How we doing there, folks? So uh, I'm back, back finally getting after this. I've uh, been taking a break, been doing a million other things, so back to this here. And let's just jump right off into this. First of all, thank you for listening in here to The Art of Idiocy. Totally appreciate it. And um, I'll give you some info at the end of this uh, because I have a new storyteller group here out on Facebook, so go check that out. So there we are. And in light of that, here's uh, one of the stories that we're doing. This story is called... Epididymitis. Never heard of that, have you? Yeah, well, I hadn't either. This is about this about 20 years ago. Um, I wound up getting epididymitis. Now, let me tell you what that is. What it is, is it is a virus that you get it, it sets up camp in your testicles. <laughs> yeah, that's right. In your testicles. So every guy out there felt that pain right then, because anytime you talk about pain of the testicles, you all feel it. You, you flinch because you know what the deal is. Ironically, if you watch a uh, video of some guy getting smacked in the balls with a uh, golf ball that his kid's hitting to him, that's funny. So I guess it's on the delivery. So uh, so I had this, though. It's like, and, and to let you know what epididymitis is, is it basically swells up your testicles and is sore as hell. I mean, it hurts like hell, like even just sitting is beyond painful. And so I was I was talking to my girlfriend about it at the time, saying, ah, I'm going to have to go to the doctor, but I don't really want to go to the doctor because that means I'm going to have to you know, take my clothes off. I hate getting disrobed to the doctor. Of course, my girlfriend had no sympathy for that. She's like, what? Jesus Christ, I swear I have to get undressed just to get my blood pressure taken. I'm like, what kind of doctor are you going to? Are you sure he's got a license or something? And, uh, and see, she gets me mad at me. She goes, hey, quit being a big baby about this. And I'm going, hey, this, this has nothing to do with being a baby. I go, hell, I got a, I got a three-year-old nephew that pulls his pants off a drop of a hat. I mean, the kid's at the mall. He's at a funeral. Bam, pants just off. Bam, just right on off, man. You know, and all the ladies love it. They're like, oh, isn't he so cute? Isn't he so cute? And uh, I did look at my girlfriend and, and jokingly said, uh, so uh, at what point does it quit being cute and become a crime? And she got right up in my face. She goes, the moment that you know what you're doing, that's why. So I was like, okay. So I, I pulled my pants up and went to the doctor. <laughs> so it took on off. So I get to the doctor. He gives me the whole checkup. And he looked at me and goes, I'm 80% sure that you have epididymitis. And he explains what it is. He goes, but to be 100% sure, I'm going to check your prostate. 
And at that, I looked at him. I was like, uh, whoa, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, Doc. You know, 80%, that's passing, right? Then that's passing. I mean, and I, B average, I, that's, that was me. I'm not here trying to set the curve. I'm, I'm good with an 80. I'm good with a passing grade. And before I could really argue this point to him, he already had the glove on, snapped on, lubed up, and was in there spelunking around. And uh, and I always have to tell you straight up, getting your prostate checked out it just isn't that big of a deal. I mean, it's not something you want to do every day, but it's not as weird as everybody says. The only weird part about when I was getting my prostate checked is that my doctor was humming as he talked along. Not only humming, I'm pretty sure he was humming smoke on the water. I mean, he was in there going, all right, let's go in here and let's check this out. Look for this prostate. There it is. There it is. All right. Let's see how it's feeling. And I'm like, man, I hope he figures this out before he gets to the encore is all I have to say. But what's funny is that I told a friend of mine about my doctor humming along. And my friend, who is just a fucking idiot, he looks at me and goes, hey, man, you know what that means, don't you? Your doctor likes you. He likes you in a gay way. And I'm like, what the fuck is a gay way? What the hell does that mean? And first of all, and he doesn't like me because I know exactly where I stand in the gay world. And and I'm, I bet y'all are asking, well, Brian, how do you know that? Well, hey, hey, audience of the Art of Idiocy, I'll tell you. All right. Here's how I know what my worth is. I've done stand up at all sorts of places, done stand up at gay bars. I'm at a gay bar one time. I get there a little bit early, sitting at the bar. Some guy sees me, comes walking over, and he's walking to me. And in my straight mind, my overinflated sense of self-straight mind, I'm like, oh, dude, don't come on over here and, and hit on me. I'm going to have to tell you that I'm straight and going to ruin your world and blah, 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 blah. And he walks right past me and goes and talks to some other dude that was I thought was ugly. And it hit me at that point. I go, oh, my God. In gay world, I am like closing time guy. I'm like 2 a.m. guy, you know, I'm the guy that you've looked for everybody else you've had on every other guy in there. They said no. The lights are turned on. You look over, you see me full of self-loathing and alcohol, and you're like, come along. And then in my little pathetic, you know, self-esteem world of a slut, <laughs> I'd be like, come on, come on. You like me. You like me. So that's where I stand in the gay world. All right. So my point is that doctor could have been checking my prostate out and seeing, you know, clang, clang, clang comes a trolley and he still wouldn't want me. So that's where it is right there. So point is, we go through this whole thing. We do it. He tells me epididymitis, gives me the medication. And then he says to me, and by the way, if you want to, you can put ice on your balls. And he said balls, which kind of was weird. I thought he was legally had to say testicles, but whatever. But 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 he says that, and I'm like thinking, ice on my balls? Man, of all the things I can think of to do, ice on my balls is never one of them. I don't care how hot it is outside, no ice on the balls. But I go on home, I get home, and uh, I go in and... Uh, I you know I take the medication and I turn on TV and Judge Judy's on there and I, I sit down, I'm, I'm watching Judge Judy and it is painful. It is so painful. I just finally go, you know what? I think I want to put ice in my balls. So I got up, got a bag of ice, came back, took my pants off, took my underwear off, set that bag of ice on there watching Judge Judy and that felt so good. I was like, oh my God. 
why have I never wanted to put ice on my balls? It feels so great. And as I'm sitting there feeling it's so great, I hear my door open up. And I'm, by the way, I lived in an apartment at that time, right? And so I hear the door open up. I'm thinking, oh my God, somebody's breaking into my apartment. And then I look down on my kitchen, coffee, I mean, on my coffee table, and I see there's a flyer there. And I remember this flyer been on my door saying that they're going to come sometime that week. The exterminators are coming to spray for the place. So take everything out of your, your cupboards and cover them all up, right? So I do this. Just this guy is coming in, you know, he's coming in there, walking in, and I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, and he opens the door up, and I look at him, and I'm sitting there, you know, with, you know, ice on my balls, Judge Judy on TV, I'm looking at him, and I'm wanting to tell him, I'm wanting to tell him, like, hey man, look, here's the deal, it's like, you know, I went epididymitis, I want to say all this stuff, I want to say all this, but the only thing I can say to him is I look at him, and I point to the TV, and I go, Judge Judy! Just with that right there. And the guy looked at me with this look on his face. And it was a combination of where like he wanted to disappear. And at the same time, you could feel a, a, a horrible sense of sadness for me <laughs> as he looked at me and just backed up and shut the door and locked it. And as I'm sitting there, my heart's racing. I'm like, oh, my God, should I go try to find this guy and, you know, tell him, you know, what, what the real deal is? And then I realized how good that ice felt on my, on my balls. And so I just sat there and finished up watching Judge Judy. So there you are. So, so that's my story. And, you know, being honest with you, I thought it was a pretty good story but, uh, about epididymitis in my balls. But the reality is it's not the best story. The best story for that right there is being told at any time by that exterminator when he's sitting in a bar and uh, Judge Judy comes on the television and somebody looks at him and goes, man, I love Judge Judy. He'll look back at him and goes, oh, you think you do? Well, let me tell you a story about Judge Judy's number one fan. So there we go, folks. Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah, there we are. Back on the saddle. Our epididymitis coming at you. So thank you so much for tuning in. And let me tell you, go to Facebook. We have a new uh, storytelling group out there. My friend Dave and I put it on. And it's called the Incomparable Roncontour Storytelling Review. So go out there and check it out. And also, you can go to my website. Now, I just redid it today, as a matter of fact. It's at chicobertx.com. That's C-H-I-C-O-B-R-A-T-X dot com. I got books. I got art. You can listen to the podcast. And by the way, on the podcast, you can go up there to Buzzsprout and uh, Buzzsprout.com and uh, subscribe to it. And you can also hit it on iTunes, Spotify, everything else. But go to the website. Go to the website. Sign up there. And I've got art. And this is the best part. If uh, you like uh, my Scorpion Ranch, I got these kick-ass Scorpion Ranch hats and shirts that we're doing now. So if you want any of those, go check it out and get in touch with me, and um, we'll get that going down because I think i got to get something else on a website to take credit cards. I'll look into it at the moment. We'll just uh, we'll just go PayPal Venmo. How's that sound, kids? All right, well, that's it right there. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I swear to you, kids, I'll be back at this. Another one every week for the rest of your life. (laughs) Okay. See y'all later. Peace.